Hey, hey, you know it can't stop and it won't stop. This is Never Out of Bounce and this is your man, El Jamon. And we got a few things to discuss today. We're going to get right into the world in the street. We're going to talk a little bit of Trump. We're going to talk a little bit of North Korea. We're going to talk about the strikes that are about to go down in Las Vegas uh, next week. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Morgan Freeman. we also going to get into sports, as we always do. We're going to talk a little bit of the NFL and the anthem protest. We're going to talk about some MLB. We're also going to talk about the, uh, the NBA and talk about some Sterling. Brown, and we're definitely going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about the the Cavs taking another L and uh, making things interesting with Boston. And we're also going to preview a little bit of the Warriors game tonight with the Rockets. So y'all stay tuned. Let's get it. All right. So war on the street is the meeting between Trump and North Korea is officially canceled. Trump recently issued a letter to North Korea basically telling his dissatisfaction was going on and also has pretty much said that he's prepared for whatever quote unquote foolish acts North Korea might do. Now, this is coming after North Korea pretty much destroyed one of their nuclear testing sites. Um, I believe it's called Ponjiri in about today, I think either today or yesterday. Uh, however, I think one of the biggest issues here in terms of the deal was the U.S. was trying to get North Korea to denuclearize, which is means which means stop all nuclear production, so on and so forth, pretty much to the same extent Iran is now. And judging by looking at what has happened to Iran since, I can see North Korea now saying, the hell with that. That doesn't make any sense to me. However, Trump's uh, insists that although the meeting that was scheduled for June, uh, for June 12th is not happening, he continues to insist that the dialogue is wonderful. This is also in quotes here. He still insists, yeah, it says wonderful dialogue, and Kim Jong is some wonderful person. So I don't get it. If if the dialogue, if the talks are so good, then how come y'all not gonna meet up and get this this over with and handled? If you ask me. I think both of these cats are suckers and they peoples respectively don't like them. On to some U.S. news. 50,000 casino, food, and hotel workers in Las Vegas at 30 resorts on the Strip are preparing to strike at any time uh, next week after 12 uh, p.m. I believe it will be uh, midnight. I believe it will be Tuesday of next week. Casinos and state and local governments are set to lose millions of dollars. The last strike was 67 days and cost the city of Vegas more than thou- more than a million dollars per day in revenues. Sales taxes would be uh, sales taxes would also be affected, and also hotel uh, taxes as well, because eventually it would affect booking as well. Union officials claim that the workers want higher pay, job protection due to the new technology that's being brought in, and also sexual harassment awareness. These things I'm all with. And I personally think workers in a lot of different places, I'm not saying should necessarily use, I don't want to necessarily use the word unionize, but make sure that they're getting proper pay and proper benefits, I, especially in retail. Retail workers get, they get fucked. I'm going to be honest with you. But let's not complain. Let's, let's try to, let's try to do better and i support i support i support higher pay i support 
sexual harassment awareness and I support job protection. So I'm down with the casino. I, I this is casino workers. I hope they they pull through and I hope they get what they need. I, I'm all about people feeding their families. I I want to feed myself. I'm I'm a worker myself. Now let's talk some celebs. And um, they got another one. They got another brother, y'all. Another man in general. And this time they got Morgan Freeman. Yeah, old Morgan Freeman. The guy that was old when he was a baby. Yeah, apparently he was saying very rude and very disrespectful comments to women. One of them uh, was referring to one of his, uh, I guess, interviewers. And he quoted, uh, was quoted as saying, I could just stop, well, actually look and stare and then drool at you, some weirdo type stuff. I, now, it seems to be also, from what I read, was he tickled people or tickled and, you know, might have touched people, hugged people. So it doesn't look like serious, like Harvey Weinstein type stuff, but... I would imagine if somebody's just not interested, they could feel some type of way. But again, I mean, we're dragging all these guys through the mud. I mean, there has to be some other way to do it other than make it at all public and just slanderous. I mean, because like, like I said now, you know, and this is why I'm I'm jumping because I, I just, I'm even saying anything because there's, you know, you know, the minute they put it out there and it goes, Morgan Freeman, you know, black people say, oh man, he coming out because he's a black man and all that. Well, okay. Hey, you know, you're right. You know, there's been a couple lately that they're, you know, they coming after, but hey, Harvey Weinstein got to still see the maker. He's been called by the authority to show up in New York by Friday. So I don't know what y'all talking about. It's just some black guy thing. It's a rich guy thing. It seems to me. Because I'm certainly, they certainly not bothering the regular guys that harass them. Just saying. It seems like the rich guys are getting caught up. The guys that got something to lose. Well, that seems to be the guy that's bold enough to do all this type of stuff. So, I'm not saying Morgan Freeman is right or he's wrong. People felt uncomfortable. Then he should have stopped what he was doing. And, um, you know, it's kind of... Like I said, I'm not I'm not a fan of the slanderous part of it. I'm not I'm not a fan too much of it being all drawn out and put all in the media because I feel like once you do that, then you're making it a a bigger thing than what it is. Because if you look at some of what has been said outside of the couple of comments that seem to be offhand, and I would I would personally seem to be I would say say at the weirdest, even as a guy, I would just say weird comments. They were thirsty at least at the very least they were thirsty. And, you know, just some of the behavior, like I said, he would poke and tickle and all that. If somebody not feeling your old crusty 80 year old ass, that's how they going to feel. You know, just like with Bill Cosby. I'm like, come on now. And now in his situation is a little bit different because I feel like and I'll get into I'll get into this right now. You know, in terms of Bill Cosby, I think that's see the rich and the and the and the and the and the entertainers in Hollywood and and the wealthy and the guy and the people and the girls and the and the, and the lifestyle. There's a lifestyle there. There's a lifestyle of of sex, drugs, and entertainment. So, I th in my opinion, I think that's all part of that was all part of what what it was all about. You know, they were gonna meet up with this this movie star guy, Bill Cosby. They knew what the deal was. They knew they were gonna get high. This was the '80s. This was the '70s. This is when this stuff was popular to do. 
Come on, this is what we this is what we this is what we talk about in our music. That is, we'll sit there and say, "Oh, well, he he drugged this girl," but that's all we talk about in the music. And that's all we shake our ass to in the club. So that's all. And no, I think really what happened was um he got into a position where he might have wanted to gain some more assets in terms of a television company, and they might have they might have tried to slander him to put him down a few notches. What I will say though is. There's an image that he wanted to portray on TV. And there's an image that people want to portray out there. And this is what comes down to all people. And what all people need to remember. And I'll let it go with this. And there's a there's a face that you put out there to the world. And believe it or not, and I know some people are kind of but people people might not really want to go there and say it, but there's also a face that you have towards yourself and in your own mirror and in your own personal, there's your own personal, your personal likes and your personal wants and your personal personality almost. Now, what we saw of Bill Cosby was of the, the sweater wearing, advice giving great example of a black father on the television and that was good that was positive for that time however in actually like i told you last week well actually a couple of days ago and i was bringing up the celebrities and the, the, the royal written you know when the director said cut in the, in the in the directors everybody left the set what was he doing he was getting high and, and trying to and trying you know and fucking hella bitches which is cool. in my opinion hey that's that's the life. If you got it like that, you got it like that. I don't think he necessarily took advantage. I think people at this point saw a point in which they could they could, you know, take advantage of the situation. They saw where accusing men and and and, and, get, and getting money from suits and getting lawsuits in your name and in your favor. They saw where that was profitable and that's what they did. But like I'm saying, back to Bill, you know, that's what he was, that's what his lifestyle, that's who he really was. That, that's what he did. Maybe he should have stayed with his wife and, and, and been, and really been that guy he was on TV too, though. You know, y'all talk about R. Kelly. He pissed on that girl face. That's gross. She was 15, dog. And we all know about what he was doing with Aaliyah. Hey, y'all not going to get me to go with that. Because when y'all get me, when y'all try to get me, convince me that that's okay because John Cusack was doing some shit. And, and whoever else, Harvey Weinstein, keep bringing Harvey Weinstein up. That makes me feel as though it's okay when it would happen to your daughter. Which I know it wouldn't be. So don't come out, don't, don't, don't sit there and say, oh, we need to protect these black men and these, no, 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 you don't need to protect rapists. You do need to protect black men. You need to, you know whose back you need to have? You need to have Donald Sterling's back. I mean, sorry, uh, Sterling Brown's back. Sorry. You need to have Sterling Brown's back. Okay. That's whose back you need to have. Not R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. Come on now. You got me. You got me. You need to have Maxine Waters' back. That's who's back you need to have. Hello. Are you uh, are listening? You, you talking about protecting, you know, movie stars and athletes and, and all this. And y'all, come on. There's more to it than that, y'all. 
y'all saying free meat, but forgot about Mumia Abu Abdul Jabbar Jamal. Oh, 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 free Mumia though. Oh, oh, y'all forgot. Okay, okay, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. But anyways, we'll be back in a little bit. We are gonna get into some of this NFL news, and we are gonna start with that anthem. We are gonna get more. To, we gonna get some. We gonna get deeper. So y'all, y'all stay with it. All right, now, y'all, we're going to get into some of this sports news. Let's talk about this NFL anthem policy. Now, basically, the NFL came down with this ruling just recently, and it's as simple as this. All players and personnel are to stand for the national anthem, and anyone who doesn't is will have his team be fine. Now, we know what this is all in response to. We know what this is all about. And for one thing... I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid for the fact that, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even think we need to have the National Anthem be sung at any sports event. I don't know what the fuck it has to do with anything. Unless it's the Olympics, unless it's the World Cup, unless it's some world tournament, whether it be in boxing or basketball, and and we're playing different countries and it's about representing countries and all that, then why the fuck do we need it in the first place? We know where the fuck we live at. I mean, come on. Uh, it's I personally think it's a waste of time anyway. And also, the what I do know, which is which is a which is a, a shot and a slap and it should be a slap in the face to the NFL, is this is a big a the person that well main point I want to say is the person that even told Colin Kaepernick to start taking the knee was a veteran. This is why this whole shit is dumb to me. Of course, I don't think he's the greatest quarterback in the world, but god damn it. Disrespecting the flag, not giving the man some type of job, come on. Whatever. Like I said, I I don't think he's the greatest quarterback. The numbers prove that. But there's nothing wrong with what he said. And the fact that you have people claiming that he's somehow disrespecting the flag, that's disrespectful in general because, see, because what your flag represents is is subjugation of other peoples, is the deportation of other peoples who were already exploited, is, 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 the, is the double standard in which you can allow people to come to college graduations free and clear with assault rifles yet people are shot for, by a uh, shot 20 times in the back for running away, while running away while not even posing to be a threat so don't get me wrong i, I stand with what colin was even with this, however regardless of my feelings about him as a player y'all don't let this confuse you i think he's right for what he did you, he has a right to have done what he did, and it's not a big fucking deal to me. Cause like I told you, I don't even see where that song is even important to me. I, you know, one thing, and I, in the whole pageantry and this whole dedication to some flag and do, I hated that shit in school. I hated saying that. For what? Why do we have to say the pledge of for? What are we pledging allegiance to? When you know you're gonna open up a history book that said you couldn't even vote, that you was a slave. 
Anyways, child. These old, these crackers be tripping. Some of these crackers be tripping. And you got to hit them with that, that, that Ocho single. Child, please. For real. Come on, let it go. He had a right to say what he said. Now, is he raw enough to ball? <laughs> I'm not going to go there. We'll have that argument for later. But, you know, he had a right to say what he had to say. And I, and I will say that that, in my opinion, that that rule is a way to, to, to silence any anything um, critical of this regime and the policies that they put forth. And I'm not really for that. I'm not. Now, we're going to go on to the MLB. Uh, Chicago White Sox catcher Wellington uh, Castillo's, Castillo, excuse me, has been suspended 80 games for PED use. He has been, well, he was uh, found uh, in his system the the drug ureth. Uh, sorry if I can't pronounce it right. Urethropoietin was found in the system, and he, like I said, has been suspended 80 games. The 31-year-old has averaged a 270 with six home runs and 15 RBIs. The uh, the White Sox are currently, uh, excuse me, fifth, or excuse me, fourth in the AL Central at 15 and 32. So, not much to say here. Already struggling team loses somebody who, you know, can do some average numbers for them. I don't see how that bodes well for them. Sorry, sorry, White Sox fans. I don't know what to say. Another base, uh, baseball news. First baseman. Chris Carter has been acquired by the Brewers today from the Angels. He was the 2016 NL home run leader. He also played for the A's, by the way. And in playing AAA so far this year, he's averaged a 255, 13 home runs, and 43 RBIs. And he will expect it to return to duty, as far as I'm concerned, ASAP, and that will be in the AAA rotation. Now, let's go on to the NBA. Let's talk about uh, some of the Sterling Brown. And basically, some of the the body cam, well, actually, basically all the body cam footage was released um, of his run-in with Milwaukee police uh, dating back to January, where he was tased and eventually arrested, but not charged of uh, of a of charged for a parking violation. I believe he was double parked. But I saw a little bit of the video this morning. And you could pretty much see the cops' attitude the entire time. And see, this is what I'm glad we're seeing. I'm glad, you know, they're revealing this. They are showing us these uh, body cams. Because I hope you guys also saw the video where the guy in L.A., the cop in L.A., racist bastard, just wanted to plant some cocaine on another black man. I hope you all saw that one, too. But see, this is the type of stuff that we go through. In case y'all didn't know, in case y'all don't understand... That attitude, that he talk, they talk to us like that every time. It's they agitate the situation. There is no we're arguing. We're that's a lie. I keep now very maybe seldom cases you might find you might be in a situation where you might find a little a belligerent crazy brother. Fine, maybe, but for the most part, when they put when they either pull us over or stop us. Cause this was, I, I've been in situations like that in high school and they would push you. They would touch you and accuse you of getting in their face. So there's an issue with the police. Yes. I'm, I'm saying it here today. Yes. They have issues with us. 
Man, I don't know. I don't know how clear we have to make it to you, to the world. But they clearly have issues with us. Can you listen to us, please? This is not about beating down your cop. This is not about disrespecting your family member. But I'm sorry. A lot of them are assholes. And they're full of shit. And they're pussies. I just saw another video today. This motherfucker pulls a gun. It's Bart Cot. If you guys don't know about BART, this is this is our public junk, basically our, our subway system here in the Bay Area, Northern California. This freaking BART cop pulls a damn gun. It's, you know, his service pistol on a dude in a fucking wheelchair. Fucking pussy shit, dude. And they didn't even want to, they didn't even want to stop to check the white girl that showed up to that graduation with the, with the AR. You serious? See, and, and see, y'all don't get it. Y'all looking at these white, I'm looking at white folk just arming themselves with hella AR-15s. Like, what the fuck y'all doing? Why are y'all doing that? What y'all preparing for? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm looking at, that's a big picture. Talk to me about some royal wedding and shit. I, see all that dumb shit, Morgan Freeman? Fuck Morgan Freeman and R. Kelly. White folks got guns, y'all. And they walking to graduation not giving a buck. Wow. Anyways, wrap this NBA news up here. Uh, six-time All-Star Amari Amari Stoudemire wants to make a return to the NBA. Now he retired back in 2016 and played some best basketball last year in Israel. And I hey, if he figures that he can ball, you know, maybe give it a try. <laughs> 35, that's that's mighty old, but he did average uh, about 18 points a game and almost about 10 rebounds in his career, in an NBA career. So he was, a, he was a damn good player. And he'll be also be in action this summer in the Big Three League for uh, with Ice Cube. So keep a lookout for that. All right, yo, we're going to take another break. We're going to be back in the field. We're going to uh, get into these playoffs. We're going to talk about the uh, Cavs and the Celtics. And like I said, we're also going to um, preview that Warriors-Rockets game. Thank you. Much love. <sighs> Cleveland. 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 I don't get y'all, man. I don't get y'all at all. Now, I'm going to say y'all, and I'm going to refer to y'all as a whole, because, see, the thing about it, and the thing that sets basketball, baseball, football, hockey away sets them apart from teams like sports like boxing and UFC and all that. These are team sports. These are team sports, guys. This is a group effort. Now, when Mike Tyson got in the ring and you know took his first loss to Buster Douglas, you could have said you you could have given him a a bunch of excuses. You could have you could have said, oh well, you know he didn't train properly, and Customato his trainer died, and this that and the other. But at the end of the day, he got knocked out by Buster Douglas, and he lost. It's on him. He lost. And basketball is different because you know it's a team sport, meaning one player can perform exceptionally well and 
nobody around him can give him consistent assistance, whether that be for scoring and or defense. And they don't win. They just don't they just don't get it done. No matter how great that player plays, no matter what that player puts out there, you know, it's difficult to see that team as a winner. Because this is a team game. See, there's there's a starting five. Five people. All five of those people that are on that court and at the time at least, because you have your, your, your reserves and your six man and whoever is responsible, you know, whoever is on that court is responsible for doing something positive in the realms of bringing your team a W. And this is why I can't, even if they were to lose this series, whether it be in six or seven, I couldn't even put this completely on LeBron. I could say, yeah, you know, because it's hard to say when when somebody is outscoring pretty much both teams, regardless of the position of series in terms of games won, he's outscoring pretty much both teams by itself in terms of, you know, total points, you know. And he, you know, you know, he's the highest scorer. And he also provides you 10 rebounds and five assists. You can't blame that guy, per se. What can you really say? And when you, you know, and you know he put his, his, his heart into it. You know he was putting an effort because you saw the fatigue. It was progressive fatigue. It was fatigue that you didn't see necessarily in the beginning, but you saw it creep up third. And then you saw a prevalent in the final final minutes. When you're expected to carry the hopes and dreams of a team, a franchise, a city, it becomes much it becomes very daunting. And I I have got to say from what I've seen, this has got to be one of the worst supporting casts I have ever seen in my life. Not to take anything away from Kevin Love, who had his 14 and 7, which is decent. Of course, it's not Minnesota Kevin Love that everybody's been begging to see, and oh, we gotta see Minnesota Kevin Love, and whatever. You know, it, that's to me, that's positive than than somebody, you know, than 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 Rodney Hood putting up zero points for multiple games in the series. Jr., where the where the where the fuck have you been? Jeff Green, you know, I've only seen him put up eight points like twice. Where's the where's the damn help? Corver doesn't get any play yesterday. Where's the help for this man? See, this is why the man left. Now I'll be it. I don't agree with in which the way he did it per se. I I wasn't a fan of the damn, you know, the whole the whole media, all the ESPN coverage being you know, devoted to, you know, what your decision, what his decision was. Just like I hated Favre Watch, but Cleveland did not give that man any outs. And if you look at it, it's almost like the same situation. You can sit there and say, well, he brought the players in there. Yeah, but he brought them in there based on what 
what the Cleveland Cavaliers had. It's not like you're going to get, you know, uh, it's it's not like you're it's, it, a superstar is not likely to be acquired mid-season like that. Big-time superstars. They, they, that usually happens in the offseason. So that wasn't going to happen for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he had to do what he had to do. And unfortunately for him, these guys haven't stepped up. And I can't and I can't necessarily blame it on LeBron because he's not necessarily it's not necessarily his job to do that. See, he didn't he didn't I, I if if it was me, I wouldn't have necessarily went through with the Isaiah trade. I thought that was dumb. You mean to tell me you're gonna trade for a player that's not even healed yet? That's where they fucked up at. I don't know whose decision that was. We're gonna trade for a player that's not even healthy? Please, I would have traded for somebody else. There's a there's a decent there's a decent point guard we could get. There's a decent trade that could have been made for Kyrie. Or you don't trade him. Or okay, let him sit out. Then he then he wastes his money. Well, well actually he, he doesn't waste his money because he still gets paid, but then that's his exposure. That's on him. He wants to sit and wait, he wants to sit and wait. What does that do? So because it's obvious that, but and it, what's funny is because both teams that don't have them are are playing each other. So that means both teams would have been all right. Both teams, they would have just been more. Whoever would have had them probably would. Whoever would have had Kyrie probably wins the series. So it ain't like you. It ain't like you miss out on anything by sitting out for the Cavaliers. So we know you. We know you. We know you got it. We know you an X factor. We know you raw, Kyrie. See. So Cleveland, they shot themselves in the foot, major. And I don't know what they're gonna get for that eighth round draft pick, because you know how they feel about the NBA draft. Like it's not like the NFL draft where that whole first round, even the second and third, some picks, that's value. You can find value deep in the draft. And they don't, they don't, they don't really say too much about that in the NBA. Once you hit the first three, he's so-so. He's average. He's more likely to be a bust. And again, Boston, great team game. I mean, t- uh, Jason Tatum, 24.7 rebounds. Horford, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Jalen Brown, 17 points. Morris, 13 points, 6 rebounds. And even Marcus Smart, you know, 13 points off the bench. Come on, man. You can't win if JR ain't going to, if JR Smith gets you zero points. And Tristan can only get you about six boards and zero points or whatever. You ain't gonna win like that. <laughs> I don't know what y'all. I don't know what y'all tripping about. Y'all giving that man a whole hard time. If I'm if I'm critical of anybody, if I'm if I'm critical of anybody, I'm I'm critical of some Lou. I'm critical of Hood. I'm critical of Corver. I'm critical of. Basically, everybody but Kevin Love on that team. And I'm saying, where the fuck are y'all at? Because your man is struggling, and it don't look good. It don't look too good for y'all. It really doesn't. Now, later tonight, we're going to have the Warriors uh, set off with them Rockets. Should be good. You know, the, the series is even now. 
the Rockets was able to win on the last second three last game in uh, game four. So coming into game five, I think uh, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, again, I I don't. I don't see Golden State being the same predicament as Cleveland. I think they don't have two games in a row, two bad games in a row. I, I just, mm, I don't know. Like I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to explode. I feel like it's gonna happen, you know. And all of those guys are gonna have a 20 point game, and they're gonna blow Houston out the water again, you know. And I don't. Uh, however. You know, like I said last game though, uh, Capella, PJ Tucker, they did really great on the boards. Maybe that might keep them uh, in the game tonight, and that's gonna have to keep them in the series. They're gonna also have to have a three-point barrage at some point as well, and just have a win where they just kill them from three. I don't know. I think it's more likely for the Warriors, but again, you know, you never know how it goes. Both of these teams can shoot the ball, but Golden State just has so much more that they can do. Everybody on the top 35 can score 25 points or 20 to 25 points, and that's scary. That is scary. And I don't see what Houston what Houston has to answer that. I really don't. I really don't know what Houston's answer is. But you know, can they keep up with they I think if they play defense. And keep rebounding because that's what they definitely did the last game. Their defense stepped up, and like I said, uh, PJ Tucker and Capella, they were acting boards. They got about thirty rebounds, a little bit over thirty rebounds between the both of them. So that's something that they're gonna have to do if they want to beat this team. Extra possessions, and you have to take away the ball from them on defense. That's how you beat the Warriors. They don't like pressure. You're right about that, and if everybody's been right about that, are they in pressure? Are they necessarily under the, under the gun right now? Are they under pressure right now? I don't know. With it being tied, I don't know. I mean, because this is the second best team in the West. One of the better offenses in the league. One of the better, I'd say, top three teams in the league. So, for them to be tied, that's indicative of who the teams are. In the words of of, uh, Dennis Green, we are who they thought they were. So, I I think they match up well against each other. But I just think Golden State has just a little bit more. And it's just a matter of time before Seth just has a monster game and Splash Brothers become alive again. And let's see what happens. Because once they get hot, they they just got to hope they them two don't get hot together. That's what they don't want. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, it's been a good ride. We're going to be back tomorrow. I might change the format about when I release these. So I'm going to try for earlier time slot just for me. Uh, we'll try maybe for the afternoon or around noon. So you guys keep a lookout for it. You know this is your man, El Jamal. You can always hit me up. And thanks for the, thanks for the love. Peace out.